Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today, we are talking about injuries or surgeries. Uh, kind of funny because I, I like to do my podcasts and, you know, I'll do a whole bunch of podcasts in a you know couple of weeks' time. And anyway, I started kind of feeling a little bit brain dead. And I said to my husband, I said, I don't know what to talk about. And he's like, oh, how about my owie? And I'm like, what? Poor guy. He, it's so slippery here in Minnesota. We've had so much rain and then snow and then rain and then snow. And then lately it's been really warm again. This is right now the month is actually February. And, you know, water dripping off the tops of the houses and it's melting in the driveway. And so wherever it wasn't chipped down to the tar, it's just so, so slippery. He walked out of the house, hit a patch of ice and bam. He said he went down, hit his hip, his elbow. And he goes, no, I see how old people break their hips all the time. <laughs> I'm like, honey, um, in all honesty, it says usually the hip breaks and then they fall. So just, just to make you feel a little better, hon. <laughs> anyway, um, the point is, is I thought, you know what? I do have a lot of questions all the time about... Sue, what do you do for this? What do you do for surgery, rotor cuff surgery? What do you do for hip surgery? What do you do for when my mom has knee surgery? How do you take care of this injury or that injury? And the funny thing is, you guys, is, is it's really, there's, there's a handful of remedies, and we're actually going to go through these remedies to talk about how we use them. And like always, in our members group, the members corner, there's going to be a printout for everything we talked about today. But it's very, very simple. Okay, it's, I say it's very simple. You just need to know a handful of remedies and, you know, their specific uses. But when in doubt, just give Arnica and call it good. <laughs> you know, that's really what it comes down to. But sometimes Arnica isn't always enough. There's just, there's something, some deeper seated issue. And so with that, we're going to discuss this. And I, um, I know, like I said, I have so many people saying, what do you mean the famous five? Or what do you mean about, you know, the remedy you were just discussing? And I guess I forget that we have so many new members now that they're not going back and listening to all of our old podcasts because I've already discussed all of this. I really have. In the last five and a half years, I've pretty much talked about everything I have to say. <laughs> and so I guess it doesn't hurt to revisit, right? So with that, let's talk about injury. Um, I say injury. This is going to be injury and surgery because you can't really separate the two because surgery... When a person has a surgery, that is an injury, all right? I have had enough surgeries to, to, under, to be able to tell you that, yeah, you have to take care of yourself after you've had a surgery because if you don't, you are going to suffer the ramifications of that surgery for a really long time. And, you know, the doctors like to make you think that it's no big deal to have a surgery. Well, trust me, it is a big deal. First of all, you have to undergo, most of the time, some form of anesthesia or at least a local anesthetic. You know, that's serious business because your body has to deal with it. That's a toxin. And so we should probably talk about that right off the get-go, that if you have 
if at any given time you have anesthesia, you can take arsenicum because arsenicum is excellent for anesthesia. Or you can take Nuxvamica. One of the things that I always recommend people to do is the pharma cleanup. And the pharma cleanup is uh, arsenicum. Well, actually, I say to take Nuxvamica first. Nuxvamica. And I, the, 6C is a good potency. <clears throat> 6C or lower. Nuxvamica and then silica or arsenicum. And then the other one, arsenicum. Because... That really triggers your body to get rid of the, the silica to get out of your body what is, is in there that shouldn't be. The arsenicum tells the body that there's a toxin or a poison in there that shouldn't be. And you want to kick that out right away. And the nux vomica triggers the liver to, you know, say, hey, clean up. It's the too much remedy. And it's just really, really good. It's very, very specific to the liver. And I like those, like I said, all in a 6C potency or lower. Uh, one of the other things, too, is if you have, like, your, your kids go to the dentist and they get the magic nose, the best remedy for cleaning that up is CarboVeg. CarboVeg is super good for carbon monoxide poisoning as well as nitrous oxide, which is also known as laughing gas. And some kids are really, really susceptible to the effects of nitrous oxide or laughing gas. So be understand that carbon monoxide, nitrous oxide, carboveg is excellent for ridding the body from their effects. Carboveg is actually an excellent remedy for helping to put more oxygen into the bloodstream. So it, like I said, it cleans things up it, and it gets rid of those those noxious fumes. And that's what we use, you know, even activated charcoal to pull poisons from the body. And it works in the intestinal tract in an amazing way to get rid of the, the gaseous fumes that, like if you're having a hard time breaking down food, maybe there's not enough lactobacillus or enough other good bacteria in there. And so things are causing a lot of odorous you know, fumes. The activated charcoal or carboveg, excellent, excellent remedies to take those fumes out of the body. So again, for injury and surgeries, we're talking about surgery right now, remedies to take to eliminate the effects of anesthesia. Okay, so we have remedies to take for to eliminate the effects of anesthesia or other noxious exposure, like fumes and things you, you shouldn't be exposed to, and that's arsenicum for the poison. And the, or you can do the whole pharma cleanup with it, which is nux vomica, silica, arsenicum, all in the six C potency or lower. And or carboveg, which is excellent for carbon monoxide or nitrous oxide exposure. What do we do if we have to have surgery? Like I said, the first thing that we're going to do is the instant you come out of surgery, take Arnica. Pure and simple. Arnica for any kind of trauma. A lot of people, if they, if you have no one there to give you Arnica as soon as you come out of surgery, then take it going into surgery, the last thing before you go into surgery. It's, um, it's an amazing remedy, and it will, you will heal 70% faster. And Arnica is specific to injury and trauma. That's if you hurt yourself or if you have to have surgery, if you have to have a tooth pulled, if any child hits the, their head. I remember one day, I talk about this all the time, but I, young, some little kids, I just love them to death, and they're not really, they're not my grandkids, and they're not really, I'm not really related to them, but they call me grandma. And one of the little boys fell off a chair and hit his head, and you just heard the crack as he hit the cement. First thing I did was grab Arnica and I went to give it to him and his mother just said, stop, don't you give that stuff to my kid. 
And I'll tell you what, I was so hurt and so crushed. What was I going to do? Would I really hurt this child that calls me grandma? I'm like, okay, everybody has a choice. And you have to remember that too, folks. Everyone has the right to choose what kind of, what they want to do in their life as far as, you know, healthcare. And as much as it might hurt our feelings, we have to respect the fact that it is truly their choice. Even if it's out of ignorance, you know, we still have to respect it. It's best if they understand the difference between the homeopathic ways of doing things and the allopathic way of doing things. But at the same time, we have to respect their choice. Okay, enough of that. So, but if someone asks your opinion before they go into surgery, always remember the first remedy to be given for um, injuries, shock, trauma, surgery, physical exhaustion is arnica. I have, it's kind of funny because, um, you know, we don't think about alium sepa as anything for injury or surgery or anything else. But oddly enough, this is actually listed for sores or raw spots on the feet, heels, from friction or being, from being rubbed sore. I think of this remedy for like, um, you know, as the Boy Scouts will bring moleskin for their blisters on their feet. Alium sepa is something you could think of because it's that type of, oh, oh, so sore. You can keep going, but think of Alium Sepa for those types of hiking owies, all right? And then also I think of them for bed sores too and people who have to sit in wheelchairs all the time. You can think about, you know, consider Alium Sepa. Bryonia. Now we're going to get to the famous five, guys, but I'll, we'll talk about the famous five after we've gone through all of these different remedies for all of these different issues. Bryonia is the remedy for, we also know it as the number one dehydration remedy for lack of fluids, but is also excellent for joints, okay? The joints are red and swollen, hot, complaints from um, overlifting, severe painful back injuries, always worse for motion, slipped discs, sharp pains and stiffness in the lumbar region. The vertebrae can be out of place. You can have drawing pains in the neck or on the right side. Um, Tellurium metallicum is the remedy that I have for back pain for falls and injuries that are involved with the vertebrae and herniated discs and so on and so forth. Tellurium metallicum is the number one remedy for back injury. Even if someone has to have back surgery, I would always give them this remedy along with arnica and hypericum. Hypericum is the remedy for short nerve pain and I always give it when someone has an injury or surgery and they have pain. You can keep people off of pain medications if you give them hypericum and arnica, guys. I'm not kidding you. And tellurium metallicum will actually heal up injuries of the spine. But bryonia is in here because it's one of the famous five. It's always worse for motion. So most of the time after you've had an, in, um, a surgery or an injury, very often, I say most of the time, but very often, they're worse for motion. After you have surgery, you don't want to move. You just want to lay there because every time you move, it hurts. If you don't move, it's not going to hurt. If there's no, as long as it doesn't get infected, you can just lay there and it doesn't hurt. But as soon as you try to use muscles that you had cut or they had tendons were involved, anything like that, it hurts, let me tell you. So bryonia is one that you want to think of for that. And again, the joints can become swollen, inflamed, um, reddened, and always worse for motion. So calc, we have calcarb here. And oddly enough, this, is, this isn't really so much for injury as it is for a weakness. 
But at the same time, people that need calc very often are disposed to um, injuries like bruised, cramp, tearing pains of the arms, or moving or grasping on the upper arm, elbow, wrist. They can so calcarb is an, an amazing remedy for that. So, and a lot of times, if you can avoid, if you can take take a dose of calcarb, and maybe rutagrav, which we're going to talk about as well, you can actually attend, you can avoid surgeries. I, I'm always in favor of taking something if you can, to avoid a surgery. And sometimes people say, "Well, do you think you can help me? You know, I'm I'm scheduled to have surgery. Do you think you can help me?" And I'll say, "You know what? Why don't you give me?" Anywhere, and I, I say anywhere from two weeks to six months, because within two weeks, they're going to start to see an improvement. And they're going to go, ah, oh, well, maybe I can wait a little bit longer. The calcarb tends to be, you know, they, they tend to have maybe weaker joints. Um, like I said, they can uh, have it, a, kind of a natural tendon weakness. And so they're predisposed to those types of injuries. Calc floor exostosis after injury. So exostosis is like a, like a outgrowth or a cart, um, where the cartilage or the tissue will tend to grow on the bone. So calc floor is a remedy you can take for this type of growth. Now we always think of lava for like the growth, um, like in the mouth around in the, inside the jaw, if there's been a, like a dental extraction. Um, calc floor is something we think of around like a a joint or a bone because the body is kind of funny because when I took my my cranial sacral I realized that the doctor pointed out to me that I have this this like it's it looks like a bunion but a true bunion is more of a kidney involvement but my bunion is from the fact that my left leg turns out just a hair more than my right and so after walking for 60 years the, my the innate wisdom of my body tends to throw that cartilage to the outside, the, like the inside of my, like where my big toe is, that, that big joint. So it, it's throwing that cartilage there in order to compensate for the way I walk so that it levels off that left foot in comparison to the right. And that's what we call innate intelligence. But at the same time, that calc floor is what, you know, has a huge, has a huge effect on that as well. And if I would have gotten cranial sacral when I was younger, I never would have had that. It's, it's not super bad. But at the same time, if I would get foot lifts, the body would just reabsorb that cartilage because it would no longer be needed. I say foot lifts. You know what they call it? Orthopedic shoes? <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do that at this stage of the game. Anyway, calc floor is excellent for the exostosis, though, especially after injury. And so consider that as well for people who get, um, like I say, dental extractions are what I think of the most often because very often once you have a tooth pulled or you have a broken bone, then the body will tend to deposit calcium in areas that are near the site of the injury because it was drawing calcium and then it no longer needed it. So it tends to, to just, you know, deposit it in the nearest area. And calc floor and, like I said, lava are really good for that. Calendula, again, healing of ulcerations, internal and external. It's an excellent remedy for any type of you know, if someone has to have skin grafting or if they get burnt, um, this is the this is excellent for after use after surgery and sunburn and things like that. Calendula for any topical wound, okay? Causticum is great for scalds and burns, especially if they're chemical burns. Okay, naphalium. Naphalium is, I love this remedy. It can't be replaced. It's basically for sciatic pain running downward and any injury that can cause that type of pain. It's hands down, it's one of my very, very favorite. Helleborus, 
is for head injury, especially fluid buildup on the, bl- the brain, loss of memory, stupor or coma since head injury. We always tend to think of arnica and net self as the most important remedies in head injury, but if it's extensive with the fluid buildup, then we can go on ahead and think of Helleborus. Hypericum. Okay, this is probably one of the most important remedies that I can explain to you for pain. I'm not kidding you. People who people get off morphine just using hypericum. For depending on the person, you can use hypericum. I like to give it a 200C because pain, yes, it's part of the body, but it's the way the mind reads it. So I like a little higher potency. 30C is fine, but I do give it in 200C a lot. It's for injuries to the nerves or parts of the body rich in nerves. Feet, hands, back, slip discs, stub toes, tailbone injuries. It's specific to heal spinal taps, epidural pain since, or pain since the epidural. And then again, Ledum and Hypericum work so well together because Ledum is for puncture wounds. So if someone has stepped on a nail or they had an epidural or they had um, nerve damage in their mouth because the dentist got a little bit crazy with the um, Novocaine and the needles, uh, Hypericum and Ledum are amazing remedies to take to get rid of that type of pain. Anyway, Ledum and Hypericum alternating are excellent to alleviate that type of pain or any pain where you may want to take an aspirin or Tylenol. Amputation pains. Yeah, it's amazing. I also, I need to throw in here too that Fenicaine. Fenicaine is, it's a combination of Boswellian frankincense and turmeric. Basically, that's combined, and so it's a great anti-inflammatory. Because I do explain pain as being, you know, there's different levels of pain. You know, you have, like, from 0 to 100% pain. Anything in the 0 to 25% pain is, ah, 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 ah. Anything from the 25 to 50% pain is, it's like, they're you know, they're screaming and they're, they're in some serious pain. From 50 to 75%, it's almost, it's intolerable. It's, it's, they can't stand it anymore. It just, it just hurts so bad that even homeopathy can't work at that point because the pain is so intolerable that there's no way the body can actually consider turning around to start healing because the pain is so extreme. And then we have from the 75 to the 100% called pain relief or pain issues. That's when the body is, is, the pain is so severe that it no longer can register that, that level of pain because the damage is so extreme. So, I mean, we have different levels of pain. From the 50 to 75% pain, like I said, I had that when I ruptured a disc one time. It was like, seriously, I could, I just kept, I couldn't, I couldn't sit down. I, it was so bad. I was taking remedies. I was taking hypericum, different potencies. I was taking tellurium metallicum and arnica and nothing all night long. I just, I would just pace the floors and just tears just kept rolling. It hurt so bad. Call my friend in the morning. She goes, well, did you take fenicaine? And I'm like, no. So I started taking fenicaine and I fell asleep for a half hour. And then after that, the, the homeopathic remedy started working. But it was like I was in so much pain. I just couldn't, I couldn't go in the direction of healing because it was more in the survival mode. Do you know what I'm, do you see what I'm saying? So pain is a funny thing. You have to, you know, when a lot of people like to give you, oh, between one and zero and 10, I'm this or that. And so I like to explain to people, you know, seriously, is this something you can tolerate or, or not? Pain is, is different for each person, and one person's level of tolerance is definitely not what another person's is. Where my husband, he can cut off, pretty near cut off his thumb, and you never, he never doesn't complain. But yet, you know, he gets a cold, and he's, he's dying. So <laughs> figure that one out. It's his perception. Do you see what I'm saying? We all have a different perception of what pain is. Uh, hypericum, like I said, is just is excellent for um, the level of pain to help us with that. 
Um, and again, the, the lead in for any type of puncture wound, including insect bites. Um, and when would we use Liam and Hypericum? I would use them. I know when my daughter had to have an epidural one time, and the injury site, the site where she had the epidural was way worse than when she had to have the child. Okay, so the after effects of childbirth was nothing compared to the, in, the injury site. And they must have, you know, hit a nerve just right or her spinal. They say the people who have a spinal tap and it doesn't take just right, there can be a small twist in the, in the spinal column at that point, And so they can actually go through where they're not supposed to go through. And you can actually have a small leak. There can be different things going on. Uh, they could have hit a nerve that wasn't supposed to be hit. And so Ledum and Hypericum have saved more than one patient from this, the long-term effects of epidurals or spinal taps gone haywire. So, and nowadays they're doing a lot of spinal taps, epidural type things for different types of surgery as well. Okay, Ledum, we already just talked about that. And then we have, uh, Ledum is what we call the, um, the arnica of the ligaments. So it's a very, very, very important remedy. Natsulf is number one remedy for head injuries following Arnica. Natsulf is a cell salt. It's, it's the number one remedy for use after Arnica if there are mental or physical troubles after the injury, like a personality changed uh, or continued headaches or pains that flit around the body with no rhyme or reason. It's like I said, Arnica, Arnica, Arnica. I, w I probably... Well, you can give NatSulf. It's it's not going to hurt anything because it is an, it is a cell salt, and it is going to help to keep the sodium in the body balanced. But at the same time, it's used for when there's a personality change, or you can read about it in James Tyler Kent's lectures on homeopathic materia medica, and NatSulf will be given after a head injury because very often there will be a personality change. That's when that is used. Opium. Opium can be used for a coma. After someone's been in a coma or a drug-induced coma, they uh, very often will respond really well to, to opium to help bring back their pre-coma state or to wake up the part of the body that, or the part of the, the head that um, was injured during the coma or that caused the concussion. Because very often a concussion will put the body in a state of alert and it'll actually want to keep that part of the brain asleep that was injured. And so when you take opium, it'll allow that to come back and, and wake up again. And also opium is a really good remedy to help people get off drugs. Um, you know, in, in a case like that, you would want to see a homeopath, but to help them get off and you would maybe start with a lower potency opium and then work your way up to help them get rid of the residual effects of drugs that they may or may not have that may have been on you know painkillers you know we have the opiate crisis in the country today and opium all of the opiates are made from opium and the problem is is they they take opium which is made from the poppy seed and they extract constituents. Well, whenever something is broken down and not in its full form, it's far more dangerous than if they would have just left it in its opium form. I'm not saying opium's good for you <laughs> by no means, but it's far less deadly than when they construct, extract certain constituents to make another drug. You see what I'm saying? Okay. A pyrogenium. Pyrogenium is an excellent remedy for any cut or wound or injury that begins to go septic. Infection of the blood. So I add, I will add pyrogenium to anything that I suspect is there's, um, there's, it's starting to go septic. Um, again, you know, Ledum and Hypericum will often just take care of any septic conditions if it's taken care of early, 
because you can, like even even poison ivy. I've seen that when it it rubs the body sore and sunburn and poison ivy together. I've seen that actually go septic and hit the bloodstream at, from the top of the feet that was rubbing on the shoes and it, the sore was extreme. Anything can hit the bloodstream and go septic. But a lot of times injuries, um, surgery injuries, uh, surgery, surgery incisions, things like that, if there's bacteria that got left inside, wasn't taken care of properly, you can, you can get a pretty nasty infection very, very quickly. A lot of women will, after surgery, they'll have an episiotomy or the doctor will stitch them up and or they don't clean properly. And there's a lot of things that, if, that, can, that are that are open and exposed to the possibility of an unclean something and they can get they can go septic just even uterinely so always always add don't hesitate to add pyrogenium and silica to get out of the body anything that's in there that we don't want in there so you can at that point it would be mercurius hepersulf hepersulf if the skin is dry mercurius if the skin is moist and then add the pyrogenium for that sepsis that noxious element in the blood and then silicate to get it out. That's for infection. Roostox, and this is one of the famous five. This is excellent for back injury, strain from overuse, whiplash, sprains. Always give initially, continue as long as there is a stiffness relieved by movement. So bryonia is worse for movement. Roostox is relieved by movement. But oddly enough, these two cancel each other out, but yet they complement the action of each other. So we're really stiff. We get up, we start moving around. That's a Roostox moment. We're lying there. We start to move. It hurts. That's a Bryonia mo- mo- moment. But they both complement the action of each other. So it's, it's, it's an amazing remedy. And indications are sprains, hot, painful, swollen joints, tearing in the ligaments and tendons. The skin is red and swollen. Pains are better with movement, change of position, and stretching of the limbs. So a lot of times we'll have a broken leg. The leg has to be, you know, casted or we sprain our leg. This is a fantastic, a fantastic remedy. One, we pro- you know, we're, we're better to have this remedy on hand than to not have it on hand. And Rudigrab, this is another one, is in the famous five, where tendons, bone surfaces, and ligaments are involved, which is pretty much any injury of, of a young person or even us older people. Rudigrab is the, the remedy we give for carpal tunnel type injuries. Like I said, the tendons, anytime there's a tendon involved, think of Rudigrab. I just love this remedy. I, I really believe that I have full motion of my leg, even after they told me I wouldn't have due to Rudigrab. Silica is great for slivers or foreign objects in the body. It gets them out. I add silica to almost every one of my, my um, like infection protocols, anything like that. I add silica because it's, it's so good at getting, it helps the body to push things out that aren't supposed to be there. Spigalia, this is a nerve pain. This is more of a long nerve pain where hypericum tends to be a short nerve pain. And spigalia is excellent for concussions and other long nerve pain issues. Staphysagria. Staphysagria is the number one remedy indicated for healing incisions from surgery to diminish the chance of infection. I say the number one remedy for healing incisions. It's the number one remedy for any type of, like if you lacerate the skin, um, injure the skin. You know, when, when we have a surgery and the skin is cut, all of those types of injuries are what we call surgical, you know, injuries. If you have to, if you get a, a dog bite and it has to be stitched up, that's a laceration. 
things like that. For It's great for bites, cuts, colic, cough, exhaustion, headache, intrusive procedures, kidney stone, blasting, knife cuts, circumcisions, episiotomies, colonoscopy, and other probing tests. You need staphysegria on hand. And the funny thing is, is about staphysegria is anytime we have one of the kinds of injuries that I just talked about, a, whether it be a surgery or one of those other intrusive um, procedures, you get cut by a knife, blasting, circumcision, any of those, that what happens too is it's not just that physical aspect of that injury, it's also the mental aspect because we feel so violated when we have had an injury or a procedure like that. And so staphysagria is so excellent for those mental mental ramifications of that type of injury. Um, you can give it a 200 and drop down to a 30C to finish healing the injury or even a 30X to finish healing the cut or the bruise. Um, oddly enough, this is a great remedy given in a low potency, like a low X potency for uh, insects, insect bites, because insects don't like it. So you can take that throughout the summer months or before you go camping to really help keep those insects away, those intrusive little bugs, right? Symphytum. Symphytum is great for healing, promotes the healing of fractures. Um, after especially once they've been set by a physician, do have them set, folks. Um, some people don't like doctors enough that they don't even want their bones set. Um, use one to three times um, per day for two weeks after Arnica, but you always give Arnica. Um, and I like to give Arnica until the pain is under control um, and the swelling, and then you can give the symphytum after that. It's excellent for injuries to the eyeball as well. Tellurium metallicum, again, for the back injuries, we mentioned this up at, higher up in the talk today, but for herniated discs, severe pain. Um, it affects movement, sleep, pain so bad that he fears to approach the approach of anyone, lest they may touch him. So it is, like I said, it's just amazing. And then, I, of course, I go on to say that naphalium, when the sciatica is dominant problem after back injury. So for fractures, always give Arnica to treat for shock. Never pass, no, never press a suspected fracture, but seek medical attention as quickly as possible. There is, um, there's a, there's a, a bump test that you can do for fractures. It's beyond the scope of this little podcast here. But it's something I think we have actually, I don't know if we've had that on our members corner or not. If we don't, I should get that up there. And then seek medical attention. Give Symphytum 6X three times a day for several weeks. Aids the, aids the healing of the fracture. Calfos is also good to give to, you know, wake up the process of calcium in the bones. Other remedies can be given if indicated as well. If there's a tendon damage, of course, we go on to give Rus, Ruta, Bryonia, for the ligament and ten tendon in, um, aspect of an injury. Staphysagria, if there's been a laceration. A quick quick rule of thumb for serious injuries, for sprains and strains, give alternating the famous five. And I say a quick rule of thumb for serious injury. It's I always, always, I have the famous five. Arnica, Hypericum, Rutagrav, Rustox, and Bryonia. If it's a break, add Symphytum. And if you can remember that, I'm telling you, oh, if, if it's, um, if it's a break, add symphytum. And if it's, um, soft tissue damage, like an organ, add bellus. 
Bella's purr is excellent, especially like after a baby's born, you know, for the the trauma to the uterus. Um, if, if you have liver, you know, any gallbladder surgery, you know, liver surgery, any kind of surgery on an internal organ, always add Bellus because Bellus is for soft tissue damage. It's, it's a first cousin to Arnica, so it works much the same way for that type of trauma. But it, like I said, it's more for soft tissue damage. So with that, folks, I don't, and oh, and like, you know, like a lot of people say, you know, what about, you know, the if they have shoulder surgery or hip surgery or whatever, again, just take the famous five. You're just looking at those remedies. It's that simple. You can even use the famous five beforehand to actually not have, get out of having to have surgery a lot of times. I've had many people able to cancel their surgeries after taking the famous five. So with that, I'm going to let you go. Thanks for listening. I hope this helps to clarify some of your fears. And like I said, I always like if it's organic damage, in other words, physical issues, I like a ex, low X potency for the trauma, mental issues. I like a higher potency and then drop down to lower potency again. All right. May God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.